0: Hello everyone, welcome to this three-part podcast series produced by International House of Northern Denmark on the topic of municipal and regional elections of 2021 in Denmark. I am Leonardo, uh, originally from Croatia and joined by my co-host Stephen from Canada. Thanks a lot for having me, Leo. Looking forward to seeing how this series turns out. Awesome. We have uh, three amazing and very interesting episodes lined up for all of you. Uh, This episode, the first one, uh, is targeting, obviously, municipal and regional elections. uh, And we are going to talk about who and how can you vote. I think it's very important to inform yourself about, first of all, who can vote and actually where do you go to vote. Uh, The second uh, episode uh, is going to uh, actually introduce you to the election system uh, at the local and regional elections so you will have a better understanding uh, to what are you actually casting a vote and exercising your democratic right because the local and regional level have different jurisdictions. So be sure to actually listen to the second episode because you'll have a better understanding of that as well. And the third episode, uh, I think it's a definitely a very important one as well, is to get a better understanding of actually what influence uh, do international citizens have and how can actually international citizens have a, a impact on the local policies in Denmark. I believe, uh, Stephen, that uh, these three episodes are well-rounded and I think our listeners will be able to get a better understanding and be prepared uh, for the upcoming elections. I completely agree, especially the last episode
1: showcasing like why it is important for us and exactly exactly but i will say the uh, most important piece of information we really need to know is when is
0: the election leo yeah uh on tuesday uh, november 16th uh, is the actual day of the municipal and uh, regional elections in other
1: words, that's your time to shine and pick a dream team for the municipal and regional councils.
0: Exactly. And you can literally shape your community and help ensure better culture and sports facilities, better child care, sustainability and circular thinking. So be sure to use your democratic superpowers for good. Um, and something that we should definitely uh, be informed about is who is actually eligible uh, to vote. Can you tell us a little bit more, Stephen, about that? It's such an
1: interesting thing because so many internationals don't even know that they have the right to vote. I even spoke with Danes today who had no idea that internationals had the right to vote. But you are eligible to vote in local and regional elections in Denmark if you're 18 years old or older, and if one of the following applies to you. Either you're a Danish citizen, you are a citizen of another European Union member state, uh, Iceland or Norway, or you are a citizen of another country than uh, the ones listed above, but you have resided in Denmark for four years prior to the election day. Now, we do have the sticky question of the United
0: Kingdom. How does that work, Leo? Yeah, so there are certain rules for uh, UK citizens. Uh, The first rule is as follows. So, uh, UK citizens who were already residing in Denmark on the 31st of January 2020 and still reside in Denmark are eligible to vote in local and regional elections. So if you have been in Denmark on the 31st of January before and still are in Denmark, you are eligible to vote in the local and uh, regional elections. But If you are a UK citizen who moved to Denmark after the 31st of January 2020, they follow the same guidelines as non-EU citizens and will be eligible to vote in the local and regional elections once they have resided in Denmark for four years. So definitely keep track of when you arrived so you know in the next elections if this is uh, the case for you so you know that you can vote because definitely use your right for voting. Now, Leo, I heard you can actually vote before the polls open. Have you done that yet? Yes. Uh, I have been voting actually last week. I went with a few of my friends. Uh, We have decided to vote by post. So uh, there's actually uh, two two ways you can vote uh, on these elections. And uh, what I did was I did the early voting uh, by post. And uh, Denmark allows early voting by post. uh, And these votes can be uh, delivered uh, to the local uh, citizen service centers, Borger service or in some municipalities and other facilities such as libraries. So what I did was I went to the uh, and I'm, uh, I'm living here in uh, Oldbrook, Denmark. So what I did was I went to my uh, main library in Aalborg. Uh, and, uh, and I've asked uh, the librarian uh, to uh, exercise my right to vote. Uh, I've gotten uh, a number. I've uh, waited in line because there was actually quite a few people who, have, uh, who wanted to vote before me. Uh, after that, I have, uh, I've presented my identification. So my yellow card and my ID card from Croatia, where they have identified my uh, identity. After that, uh, they have printed out a certain documentation that I uh, signed after I've casted my vote. Before that, before signing any papers, I have uh, received uh, two envelopes uh, with two papers that are color-coordinated, one envelope envelope is for the local municipal elections and one is for the regional elections. Uh, Of course, in the booth itself, you have a list of the candidates and the political parties in case you have forgotten uh, which party your candidate uh, candidate is from, so you can look at the list write down your uh, candidate and the political party he is a part of, seal you then use, of course it's very important that you seal the, the, the little envelopes that you have gotten with your uh, paper, and you hand them over to the, uh, in this case, it was the librarian or the uh, election uh, personnel on site. After that, they have checked that everything has been successfully, uh, that there was actually no problems during the elections, and you have uh, exercised your right correctly. Then I have signed uh, a document uh, stating that, um, that uh, elections uh, went uh, fine, and of course the election official has signed the paper as well. Uh, confirming that everything was as well from his side also we have then i have uh, watched him seal the big envelope uh, which he put all the information in and then uh, this actually paper is being sent for counting so i have been witnessing the whole process from beginning to end i could have verified that everything was all right so it was actually a very straightforward process it took literally three minutes uh, not counting, of course, waiting in line. So you just need to check your municipality website for uh, locations where you can uh, vote by post uh, in or around your town. Voting usually begins six weeks uh, before the election, so it's usually uh, that is actually Tuesday, fifth of October. So you can actually already vote right now. And very important, early voting by post and the Friday before the election. So on. November 12th at 16. If you uh, are not, for example, due to illness or restricted mobility, you're not able to go to a voting place. You can register to vote from home. You just need to contact the citizen service for more information. But Stephen, I know that you can as well vote on the election day. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: This is true. As you heard at the start of the episode, November 16th is when polls open. Um you should get a polling card in your mailbox and it'll give you all the information you need, the address for the polling station, uh, their opening times and everything else. Um, Yeah, the list of the polling stations can also be found on the municipality's website, wherever you happen to be living. If you, for any reason, have not gotten a poll card or you lost it or, yeah, I don't know, you just don't have it. You can bring your yellow health card, your uh, son has caught, or any kind of government identification there, and they will make things work for you. And one final thing, I know it is intimidating to go to these polling stations if you don't speak Danish, but any of the polling officials there are more than happy to help you with any of your questions there.
0: Awesome. So they actually, and I can as well testify to that. They're very much uh, happy to to explain the whole uh, voting procedures, of course, in English, uh, and 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 uh, guide you guide you through the whole process. Uh, And as well, uh, if you want to uh, brush up on the knowledge that you have just learned, we will, of course, me and Stephen provide you with all the information in the description of this podcast. So if you enter the podcast description you will see all the relevant uh, links linking to the uh, ministry of social affairs and interior uh, and all the official information there and of course uh, we will link to the website of international house of northern denmark as well as Aalborg municipality which has prepared a, a, a few interesting uh, informations uh, and uh, pamphlets for you to better understand who and when can you vote.
1: And I think that's all we have to say for the municipal and regional elections for uh, 2021. Who can vote and uh, how can you vote? But um, thanks a lot for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next episode where we'll give you an introduction to the election system at a local and regional level here in Denmark and what your vote actually means.